friends. Welcome. You're listening to the Photo Concierge Podcast, and I'm Leah Reif. I'm so glad that you're here, and I can't wait to share some tips, tricks, and advice for having a great photo session, planning wedding photos really well, and allowing you to be present and have fun at your photo session. Think of this as your friendly neighborhood photographer's advice, and let's get into it. Concierge podcast. Welcome to a new season, 2023. I took an abrupt um, end to last season. Uh, it was my first year podcasting, my first try, um, and that paired with busy season at work. I got just a little um, overloaded, I think. So, <laughs> but I'm back now, and um, I'm excited to bring you more episodes and just bring you lots of practical tips as far as it comes to wedding planning, uh, photo sessions, all that fun stuff. So I'm really glad you're here. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad I'm back and let's get into it. So uh, I got a question on Instagram recently. I put out um, a question button asking what folks might like to hear on the podcast. And one of them was from someone who's planning their wedding. And they were just curious what my five top tips for wedding planning when it comes from a photography standpoint might be. So I took a little bit of time to sit down and write out some of my thoughts. And just this is my perspective. I think you could probably talk to every photographer and they would each have five different tips. So just the ones that came to um, the forefront for me when I sat down are the ones I'll share, but I have probably many more (laughs) that I could share. These were just the ones that kind of popped up at the beginning. So coming in at tip number one, And I've said it before on this podcast, and I'll say it again, but I highly recommend when you're planning your wedding day photo timeline that you consider a first look with your partner. I know there are some folks who are, you know, a little more traditional and want that special moment in the aisle. And if you go back to listen to my episode, I'll leave it in the show notes where I talk about first looks versus no first looks. I'll dive in a little bit more there, but There are just so many benefits to doing a first look, and I really think that those kind of outweigh the benefit of that surprise moment down the aisle. I still think that you get that aisle moment regardless of if you've done a photo, first look photo option earlier. I think they're just two different feelings because the first one, it's just you and your person, your photo and video team, and it's private, and it's surreal, and it's emotional and intimate. And then the aisle moment is still this amazing moment where everyone's surrounding you. One of you might be up at the front and the other's walking towards you. It's just also surreal and also beautiful and intimate, but just in a different way. Um, From a photo standpoint, as far as like when I look at the photos, I see the same um, emotions come through in both ways. And um, I just really don't see a difference uh, in how they look, the photos look. Um, 
I, I see emotion both ways, deep emotion, tears and big smiles, uh, regardless of if it's a first look or, you know, down that aisle. But I say that as a tip because um, the reason I suggest, one of the reasons I suggest doing a first look is it prioritizes the time before your ceremony for photo time. You're going to want photos on your wedding day. And why not budget the time for those before your guests even arrive? At least the ones that are more of the portraits and the group shots. Because the last thing that you want is to be off taking photos for an hour while your guests are enjoying drinks. Now, this does happen, and I do have clients that, you know, choose to do it this way, and we honor whatever decision that they make. But I love seeing the moments when ceremony happens. And after that, my couples can just really be present with everyone at their wedding. They get to visit with almost everyone. They don't feel rushed. We're not, you know, going off somewhere and they're missing the cocktails that they've chosen, the hors d'oeuvres, the quality time with the people that they have selected to be present on their wedding day. And that's really kind of the biggest thing that I, you know, push for for photo first looks is because of that. I really want my couples to be as present as possible on their wedding days. So when we get to do a first look, then a lot of times the photo coverage is stacked earlier in the day. We'll do getting ready shots. We'll do portraits, maybe that first look with you and your attendants. And then we'll do the first look with the couple. And then we can move into couple photos, wedding party photos, even sometimes family photos before the ceremony even begins. So I um, just encourage you to ask yourself, you know, what's important to you as you're planning? Um, Why is it that you might want to not do a first look? Like really ask yourself, like, why? What's the real reason? Is it just because it's a tradition Where does that come from? Who told you you needed to do it that way? What do you and your person want? Um, But from my perspective, that is one of my biggest tips to really save time, maximize the time you do have with your photographer, and ensure that you have quality time with your guests. So the next tip that I have is if it's in your budget, consider hiring a day of coordinator or a wedding planner. There are full-service wedding planners. There are planners that offer, like, three-month-out packages. There are day of coordinators that do, you know, closer to your wedding day um, communication, and then some that offer a little bit more extensive coverage as well. The, The other reason that I picked this tip is, again, going back to that quality time with your guests and your family, your person on your wedding day. When a couple has a wedding planner, it just makes everything so seamless. The couple doesn't really have to think about anything on their wedding day except being there on their wedding day. All of the details have been discussed and organized beforehand with their coordinator, and they have a point person who is there directing, um, you know, a person that can be sought after for any questions that come up, and the couple just literally doesn't need to be bothered by it. Um, From a vendor standpoint, it is really amazing to get to work with 
wedding planners and coordinators, usually the timeline, we are having more in-depth conversation with them uh, when it comes to timeline. It takes a little pressure off of the photographer for making sure your day is running on time and smoothly. Um, or it also takes the pressure off of having a family member that you have either designated or by default just is the point person for the day. Do you want your aunt to be present at your wedding or do you want them to be kind of running as, you know, an unofficial coordinator? This happens all the time, even parents of the couple, even the couple themselves. Um, But yeah, from a vendor standpoint, it makes our jobs easier. We have clear communication. We know where to be when. Um, And any questions that we have as the day proceeds, you know, we won't be bothering the couple with it. We'll be talking with the coordinator. Overall, if that's in your budget, um, it really can make your day even more smoothly. And all those little details that can be overwhelming can be taken care of. And I have recommendations if you want. I will, I can share those with you, folks I've worked with before, folks I've heard great things about. Um, So yeah, happy to share those if needed. So then third tip I have is consider hiring transportation for your wedding party if you will be going to multiple locations. So just little ways you can save time. Um, If you are, let's say, getting married at a church, but then your reception is a while away, a ways away, and you have a photo location or two in between, that is a great time to hire a transportation company. Um, Everyone can fit on one vehicle. The drinks can flow, so you don't need a designated driver because you've paid for one. And it opens up opportunities to get to photo locations quickly because we're not needing to worry about formal parking. They seem, the bus drivers seem like they... Um, you know, can can throw on those flashers and we can get in and out pretty quick in those locations. Um, it just really helps to have transportation if you have even a, a, a big wedding party. That can be another thing because um, coordinating, let's say, 14 people to one or two different locations can be tricky and um you know, just logistically, it makes it simpler if you have a transportation company booked. And there are different options. I'm sure there are different price ranges, sizes of uh, vehicles, and um, it's just something to consider depending on your unique situation. If you're at a venue where it's like one stop, um, you'll be getting ready there, you'll be having your photos there and ceremony and party all in one spot. It's really not necessarily necessary. Um, but again, if you are going to be in multiple locations, perhaps getting ready somewhere um, and needing to get all those folks from the getting ready spot to the ceremony site, that's another option for transportation. Um, I've just noticed that it makes, you know, things go a little smoother on days that call for uh, transportation. Okay, number four might be a little controversial, but I've, I've thought more about it. And one of my tips is maybe consider sp- skipping the huge family photo groupings. 
So typically after the ceremony or just before the ceremony, we'll do family photos. Often it's after because all of your family is present and ready to go for photos. So I ask couples to create a really detailed photo list, like numbered with individual names on each list, uh, each list grouping. And that helps us go through the grouping pretty fast. Um, Now, there are times where we get requests to do um, extended family groupings, like I'm talking 20, 30, 40 people. And this is probably coming down to your preference, but I do encourage couples, and I'm encouraging them more as I have thought more about this, to think about what are these photos um, that you're going to be framing or putting in an album? Like, what what are those going to be? Are they going to be these huge groupings? Um, and if so, you know, if that's really important to you, then yeah, let's do it. But this kind of comes back to maybe it's a should for you, like you think you should do this or, you know, that's just how it's been done. Um, but I really ask your, I would really ask yourselves, like, do you want those extended family photos and who are they for? Are they for your parents? Are they for you? Um, how important are those? Because uh, the family photo grouping time can be pretty chaotic if not planned well. I have tools in place that I plan it so it goes very smoothly, but it can be chaotic and we can lose folks who maybe miss the communication to be present for it. Um, But um, oftentimes I encourage couples to consider doing immediate family photo groupings and maybe saving the extended family shots for a time at the reception when the DJ can announce it. And someone could snap a great shot on their iPhone, or if we're present still, we can snap a quick shot for you at the reception. But um, uh, yeah, that was one that popped up that might be a little controversial, because I do know there are couples who family groupings are very important to them, and, and those extended shots are just as important to them as the immediate ones. And if that's the case, if that's you, then yeah, let's do it. Uh, I recommend stacking your photo list, like I said, by by number, by name. If there are large groupings, then consider using um, last names like the Miller Extended Family or the Miller and Robbins Extended Family or all of the family on the mom's side, all the family on, you know, the dad's side. Um, and keep in mind that typically... Family groupings can take about two to three minutes to set up and photograph and then add just maybe a couple minutes to that for those larger groupings. And that can kind of give you an idea of how long this photo time will take. I usually budget about 30 minutes after the ceremony for family photos, and that seems to be a pretty good time for getting all of those groupings in. All right, I think we're at the last one. Um, number five, and I save this one for last because this has been, uh, the biggest, uh, tension point perhaps is a good word on a wedding day as far as, uh, getting off time, timeline. So I create a timeline with all of my couples about 30 days before their wedding. Um, either I do that or if they're working with a planner, typically the planner is the one creating that timeline and we kind of talk about where to put that photo coverage for them. 
But the timeline is uh, really something amazing to have in place for your wedding day so that you're on time for everything for sure. And then, you know, we're, we're budgeting enough time to get those photos in that you want in the locations you want with the folks you want. And the biggest uh, thing that gets that timeline kind of behind schedule is hair and makeup. And I'm still trying to figure out, you know, why that is, because it has happened a few different times. I think, um, you know, I'm still exploring that and I'm not saying like, oh my gosh, hair and makeup artists are just putting everyone behind. I think it's more, maybe it takes a little longer than we might think, or there just always are things that pop up on wedding days that are unexpected, take a little longer. Um, Maybe the space isn't as big enough to handle just lots of different things can go into it. So I've been starting to encourage couples to communicate really clear, uh, clearly with their hair and makeup folks. You know, how much time do you need? How much time do you want for each person who's getting hair done and makeup? What is the order that you recommend? And these are questions to ask your hair and makeup artists. Um, I think I get a lot of questions from couples you know, before we have that 30-day mark for our, our meeting, you know, when when should we be kind of wrapped up for hair and makeup for photo time to begin? And that's a great question. And I tell my couples, like, if you have any questions before we meet, please let me know. Um, but I typically recommend hair and makeup kind of be wrapped up about 30 minutes before we are ready to do photos, just because I find that helps give a little bit of buffer time just in case things run a little bit long. Um, because if if hair and makeup runs long and kind of cuts into your timeline, it's going to have a chain effect <clears throat> of all, you know, the other things that are going to be happening after. And where are you going to find time to get back on timeline because you can't be late for your ceremony? It's going to be photo time. So, and that has happened to us before. Um, I've ran into it and I'm really good at really maximizing and becoming really efficient in the photo uh, time that we we have if we have been delayed a bit because, you know, I can't start group shots if we don't have everyone there. Um, so there are ways that I can really work to get us back on track so that you're ready to feel um, relaxed before your ceremony and, and walk into your ceremony on time. But... It is something that I think requires some great communication with your hair and makeup. Uh, some questions to think through are, have you considered where you're going to get ready? How far is that from your venue? Or how far is that from the photo location you and your partner have decided you want? Um, is hair and makeup going to come to you? Are you going to go to them? How are you going to get there? Who's going to take you? How's your stuff going to get to the venue? So it's kind of a lot of logistical things. Um, it works great when you can have hair and makeup come to you at the designated getting ready space, even the venue. Um, but having starting that conversation early with your hair and makeup and communicating, you know, what do they need um, and what do your other vendors need and kind of bringing it all together so it works really well for all of the, all of your vendors because you want good hair and makeup and you want them to have enough time because you want to look good on your wedding day you want to feel good you want your hair to be amazing 
Um, and we don't want to compromise your other vendors for photos, just as they don't want to compromise their work for photos either. So, um, yeah, something to think about and start that conversation early because I have seen that that is one of the one of the main times that you can kind of get a little off track on your timeline. So I know this might be a lot of information. Um, I'll probably come up with um, another series of tips just because I can think of so many different things. But just know uh, wedding planning can be overwhelming, and I really encourage you to take it you know, one thing at a time, uh, talk with your partner about it and make sure you feel good about your decisions. And ultimately, my biggest piece of advice is at the end of the day, this wedding day is about you and your person. And what do you two want? What's important to you? Not anyone else, not your family, not your friends, not your wedding party, but what's important to you? And really creating a day that represents you makes you feel happy, is the vision that you've wanted, um, you know, that's the biggest thing. Creating that vision for your wedding and then ensuring all these other little things really fall into place underneath that. Well, I hope this helped. If you have any questions about wedding planning from a photography standpoint or photo questions, timeline tips, anything like that, please feel free to email me at leahrifephoto at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram. My handle is just Leah Reif. And yeah, I would love to chat with you. If you're planning a wedding, I'm sending all the good vibes because I know this time would be so busy. But try to savor it, enjoy it, soak up every minute, and have fun with it. All right, until next time, have a great day.